Thank you for calling Goodville and German Mutual. Our operator is currently busy. Please hold and your call will be answered in the order it was received. Thank you for calling Goodville and German Mutual. This is Linda. Will may I direct your call? Yeah, can I speak to Nate, please? Okay. And may I tell him who's calling, please? It's Joey Jingola. Okay, one moment, please. Thank you. Hello, this is Nathaniel. How can I help you? Nate, it's Joey Jingola. Yes, how are you? Good. How are you doing, sir? Good. What can I do for you? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Jordan Golan. Let's get into it. I mean, there's some things that I perceive that agents desire and need, but I, I don't, when I talk to them, they're very sold in and bought into their tools and um, into the workflows that some of their vendors have been selling them. I, I don't know if they have a complete vision like I would of having them have all their different carriers have the same kind of, you know, utility, you know, where everything can be at the same thing. You know, I think that in the back of the mind, they want that. I think every one of the parties, whether it's agents or vendors or carriers, all of us are sitting there looking at each other, expecting the other person to do it. Were you supposed to, was I supposed to do that? You were supposed, no, I was, no, you're supposed to do it. That's right. We can't keep pointing the finger back and forth at each other and, and, and not get anything done. That's what Nate was saying. That's Nate Wadey of Goodville Mutual, um, their IT specialist. And, and you might notice a reoccurring theme with the shows that he's on as he's been on, uh, you know, what if somebody else invents us the process for us? Um, a one entry system agents don't know they need. A lot of the same thing. And that's what Nate's talking about there is, is it's still the continuation of of advancing the technology to make our jobs easier. And, uh, it, you know, we just keep pointing the finger and looking at each other, waiting for the other person to step up and actually do the work. The problem is, is that when you wait on somebody else to do the work, then you are essentially taking ownership out of your own hands. Now, as independent agents, I don't think we are the people that are supposed to be creating this process. That's not for us. But what is for us is to know what we should be asking and demanding. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. We have to know what we're demanding and if it is reasonable. And I think in this case, it's absolutely very reasonable. In fact, it's actually very doable. And you might be surprised at why it's not done. Well, I think it's, in the one part, it's easy. And the fact that the technology exists to make that happen, it's hard because everybody's trying to control the, the conversation and the way it happens. And I haven't really seen a broader vision within a lot of the larger carriers to try to solve this, even the larger vendors to solve it. I do know I've had talks with a couple of them. It's easy to do, but hard to control? Get out of here. I mean, that, it does get me a little going. It gets me a little worked up because if only for the reason that this is something that could or should have already been in our hands like yesterday sort of thing, and it's not because 
we don't know how somebody's going to control it. I mean, now look, listen, again, I've said this on this show before. I'm not asking anyone to create a business for free or do work for free. But at the same time, we're going to be sitting here fighting over control and how it is controlled. And we're going to wake up one day and realize there's nothing left to be controlled. That might be a little doom and gloomy. I'm just, I'm saying from my opinion, from where I'm looking at the industry from, and it might be further off than I want to give it credit for. It's very possible. All of these things are very real, but I can just look out at, at what I see happening with, in my own experience, selling particular types of policies, trying to quote business, and then the money that is made on top of it with the way the business has been traditionally done, set up, conducted, so on and so forth. The numbers don't add up, period, in my opinion. There's no way that we can ultimately continue for an extended period of time, meaning five, 10 years at the current you know, model, the balance of power of, of, of whatever you want to look at it and say, it's, it's the way that I, that's the way I see it. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong, but I know that unless we start to streamline this to make it more efficient, to make it better, to deliver a better experience to not just for ourselves, but for the people, our clients and prospects, they're not going to care. And what's at the heart of it? It's at the transaction level and it's about plugging systems together. And that's what's easy to do, hard to control. And it's so frustrating. We are trying to work within the transactions part of it because that's really, in my opinion, where it's at. If we can develop the method of how to actually transfer a lot of this very unique data back and forth in a micro-message type thing. Um, and the cloud gives us an opportunity to do that because then the agency doesn't have to maintain the infrastructure in their facility to do that and that the carriers can go directly to a, a single point within a few of these larger vendors. Just some are more willing than others. You might have just temporarily blacked out listening to Nate describe that transaction process as he does tend to have that effect. I mean, I sometimes have to really struggle to increase my uh, brain functionality when listening to him speak because I'm not necessarily necessarily sure what he's he's saying because obviously he's speaking in a whole different language than than what we are used to. However, um, what we need to take away from that idea, and this is this is what shocks me, is it what doesn't exist in 2016. It's I was getting. I was at the grocery store yesterday and I'm watching a human being go and shag carts, shopping carts. Like we still have humans that do that. I think this falls in that category of this is something that I don't know why it hasn't existed or happened yesterday. I mean, we still have humans handling this information, this data, like this is something, anything data related. I feel like if it's somewhere already currently in a system that it should be able to get to that other system pretty easily and and that the fact that that doesn't happen yet even not even in our in our own industry maybe it does in others i just don't know but the fact that that doesn't happen yet and we're not really pining for it is something that i feel is is troubling and i think it's troubling because again if we sit here and try and fight over a process that we don't know we need and who's going to control it we're gonna wake up and be left holding nothing. And 
it is up to us. It's up to the companies that are listening to this. If you're an insurance company, somebody working in an insurance company listening to this, well, hello, how are you doing? And uh, yes, I think you are, 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 are responsible in this. And I think um, uh, the technology companies are responsible for this as well. All of the companies that, um, you know, that provide us with the tools currently, they need to work with us we all need to work together. There's three of us, right? This three-headed beast of, of inefficiency that we currently call ourselves is not getting the job done to the level of satisfaction in which it needs to be moving forward. And we only have ourselves to blame, but at the end of the day, we have to take the responsibility. But I think it's critical because, you know, from an independent agent standpoint, we need to solve this the single entry conversation and not just for quote or issue, but just for the whole life cycle of the transaction. Um, and it needs to bridge to the agent's website. It needs to go through the make a payment process through the whole way through. The whole way through. And I'm going to even up Nate's suggestion of not just the quote and bind and the payment. I'm saying the life cycle of the client, of the policy, it needs to continue on until there is no more policy to continue on with, in my opinion, because it's never done, right? We're not done once that policy is in force. That's not the end of the story. There's renewals, there's cross-selling, there's everything else that comes with keeping that business and providing a service that, that you know, while up until a certain point was deemed, uh, we're not going to shop that every six months for you. Well, I mean, guess what? If, if if a system could be created that you know rates are run every time renewal's out and it's just instantly shot off to you and the client, I might, that might even exist. I just might not be doing it right now because I don't live in the PNC world that much. But just to have that automatically happen at renewal time without us having to go in there and and do it and 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 to to make those services, to make that experience accessible and profitable and be able to provide the end customer a better result. And now maybe the carriers don't want that because guess what? They have a better chance of losing the business. So obviously again, the control, they don't want it shopped every six months because that's increasing the percentage of them losing the business uh, every time the policy renews. I, again, it doesn't matter if we don't get our head on straight and, and start making these connections, somebody will either make them for us, making us irrelevant or whatever else have you. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I would like to think that if we can understand what, <laughs> what human beings are doing in 2016, that is pretty amazing and shocking that like, I don't, I can't imagine. I, I used to do a podcast uh, right out of college. Um, it was called the back row. And, um, and, uh, and, and on that show, I, we did a segment called we're not trying. I think everything that we've just said for the last 11 and a half minutes is we're not trying, right? An example of we're not trying is why do cereal boxes, you know, why, why are cereal boxes still what they are? I'm sure it's a, probably a cost thing. Why can't a cereal bag have like a Ziploc on it? I know some do, don't get on me. But let's just say most of 95% of cereal boxes, we're not trying with cereal boxes, right? Resealable bags are becoming more popular. Again, a very simple, simple thing. Human beings shagging shopping carts, right? Like cars are almost driving themselves, but a shopping cart can't return itself 
300 feet from a little bin that we've put it in. I'll take that even one step further. Why are we even actually still going to the grocery store? But again, that's a little, I'm not saying we're not trying there. That's a bigger, bigger task. My point is, is that look around, whether it's just in life or in the industry in general, where are we not trying? Where can we do better? And if you see something in your, I guess, agency or your business that you would like to see changed, we kind of have to let them know. As Nate has said repeatedly on episode after episode, you know, we're entrenched in what we do and we don't want to do anything different. And if a technology company can't feasibly control something we don't want to do, they have no motivation to make it happen. But we need to be aware enough to know that if we don't do it, like I've said before, there won't be anything left to be done. Last episode, I told you we only had five spots left for our upcoming Grow Laboratory, uh, which is September 8th in Chicago, our live one-day meeting of a bunch of insurance agents looking to do all of this kind of cool, crazy stuff and help invent these next processes. Well, now we only have two spots left, and I wanted to up the ante uh, for the last person or the last two people to jump in and actually become part of this Grow Laboratory experience, head on over to growprogram.com slash blog. Yes, that's our blog page. You can read some articles, but there'll be a nice big green box on the right-hand sidebar uh, to get you to the Grow Laboratory page. If you listen to this and then send me an email with the uh, headline or subject line of Joey30, uh, we're going to sit down at the conference sometime the day before or the day after or whenever. We'll do like 30 minutes of, of one-on-one strategy sessions. Just you, me, uh, talking about your agency and what you need to accomplish. And we'll have uh, maybe, maybe it'll be over a nice glass of sparkling water. I don't know. Uh, maybe. But we want to fill this thing up. We've only really got two spots left. And you do get to bring a guest for free. So with your registration fee that that's for you, and a guest to attend the entire event. So you can bring somebody from your office, you can bring another insurance colleague, they just can't be something that's already part of the Grow community. So head on over to growprogram.com slash blog. Look at that big box to learn more about, that big green box to learn more about Grow Laboratory Live Chicago, September the 8th. And if you send me an email, joey at growprogram.com saying joey30, we're gonna sit down and talk. <laughs>